Welcome to the Upperman Football Podcast. I am Noah McKay with the Upper Cumberland Reporter. Thrilled to be joined once again by Upperman Head Coach Adam Kane. This podcast is presented in part by our friends at Gentry Power Equipment. They're located at 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. Thanks to Gentry Power Equipment for being one of the sponsors on this podcast. And Coach, we're here. Week two is upon us. Trousdale County comes to town on Friday into Billy C. Rogers Stadium. We'll talk about that game, but first let's look back to last week's game. Your team is 1-0 in impressive fashion, a 34-0 victory over Cookville at Tucker Stadium. You've been able to go back, kind of watch the tape from that game and recap it as you now turn your attention towards Trousdale. What did you think after being able to see the game again about how your boys played in their performance in that game? Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, you go back and look at the tape, and I was pleased that we – we're able to, you know, from about midway through the second quarter on, kind of control the line of scrimmage offensively. Um, so that's always important for us, and uh, you know that was uh, that was kind of, uh, you know, the rewatching it, rewatching the tape, kind of, uh, you know, made that blatantly clear again. Um, I think. Something a little misleading was maybe the performance of our defense. Um, you know, yes, we shut them out and, and this, that, and the other, but, you know, the number of plays that they ran was just very little. I don't think they ran 30 plays. And, um, you know, that's a tribute to what we do on offense, but, you know, there's some things that obviously we've got to get corrected. Uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, I, th- I don't think you can go into every game feeling like you're going to only have to defend the opponent 25 times. Um, you know, especially as we look ahead to, you know, a team that's notorious for running the football like Trousdale. And so, you know, I- I'm not saying I was disappointed. I thought you know, anytime you shut someone out, it's, it's good. Um, but – you know, there there were some guys that uh, were new players for us that uh, may may have kind of stayed hidden a little bit, uh, and we really wanted to find out about them. And and uh, maybe maybe the, the lack of uh, you know the the lack of reps defensively may have kept that from happening. But uh, you know, a win's a win, and and anytime you can beat Cookville. You know, for us here, you know, we love that. And so, um, you know, I I don't like the way everybody tries to downplay it and this, that, and the other. I mean, it's a big rivalry. It's a, you know, the kids care a lot about it. The the communities care a lot about it. So, you know, it's it was it was fun. It was it was good for us. And uh, you know, I like the way we play. You, you kind of hit on this a little bit, but when we were watching the game up in the booth, we talked about this is really. Adam Kane at Upperman style football, just ground and pound, moving down the field. They ran, I think, seven offensive plays between the first and the last drive, and a lot of that was because you guys were driving 19 plays, 15 plays. Is it safe to say that's the kind of style of football you want to be able to continue, especially offensively throughout the season, to just ground and pound teams into submission? On the one hand, yes, because, uh, again, what that does for you as a team is – um, you know, you're controlling the clock. And, again, you're keeping your defense off the field, which are two 
pretty crucial areas in a, in a football game. Um, on the other hand, you know, I got to give credit credit to them, you know, for for limiting big plays uh, and, and kind of making us, you know, drive the length of the field. Um, and when you play that style of defense and, and you keep making the opponents snap the ball over and over, it does bring into, into play, you know, mistakes, penalties, turnovers, so on and so forth so on and so forth. Um, we were pretty good in those departments the other night, so it didn't really affect us. It just, it, it, it helped us all the way around. But I know, you know, as we get into the tougher part of our schedule, we're gonna need some big runs, uh, you know, some big pass plays, take a little bit of pressure off, you know, the being able to be mistake free for 19 plays I mean that's uh, you know that that's a tribute to our guys on that particular day but you know that first drive I think we did have a we got into the red zone we did had a I think they called an illegal chop block that set us back and you know and your next thing you know you're first down in 25 your chances of executing you know of converting that are, are you know, way low now. We did. We were able to overcome that. But, um, you know, I guess moving forward, I'd like to see a lot more explosive plays. And, and we know we've got the guys to do that. So, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, do a little bit better job of you know, working downfield and, and getting these guys loose. We talked a lot through the summer, including on, on last week's episode, about this quarterback position. you got three guys that you like a lot. Jaleric got the ball to start the game. He kind of tweaks that, that leg that's been bothering him. Jonathan comes in, really executes the offense well. Mm-hmm. You talked about how this is kind of a, a competition. You want to see who's going to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Did you see that at all, and where does that room stand right now, given the fact that Jaleric has that leg that may be bothering a little bit, what Jonathan did, and, and still having Bronston as well? Yeah, again, I, I think we've got three good ones that we feel pretty good about putting in a ball game. Um, the one regret that I do have is not letting Bronson get, get some snaps. Um, at the quarterback position. He played some special teams and a little defense. Um, but that would have been big to get him in that game. Um, you know, Jaleric started it. I don't think he did poorly. Um, you know, he missed a, you know, missed a third down conversion where we had a couple guys open. Um, but again, he was trying to be aggressive and make a play with his legs. Um, but one of the things we've talked about with this position is taking what the defense gives you, and they gave them, you know, something there that we wish we could have converted. But, you know, he made some good runs. Uh, we know what he brings to the table. Um, I think he was a little jittery just just because it's been so long since he's been, you know, in a big-time big, big time environment like that. Uh, you know, rushing come in as the relief pitcher and did what he does, you know. He's a stabilizing force when he's in that role. That, that, that's kind of how I see it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we'll have to kind of see what it looks like, what Delirics' ankle looks like. I, I'll, I'll continue to answer it like this. I think the three of them deserve to play and uh, we gotta be 
creative and mindful of how we want to deploy them in the offensive, you know, in the game. And so, um, you know, I guess, you know, John did a, you know, fantastic job. And uh, so, you know, he probably, you know, probably solidified himself, whatever that means. Um, you know, we're still going to play. We're still going to rep all of them and try to – and I need to do a better job of making sure Bronson gets in the game because there's things he can do with his – truly with his physical stature that the other two can't. And um, so um, I know that's a really, you know, kind of vague answer, but I like all of them, and and, uh, and we're going to need all of them. Uh, you, we talked about the depth or how many bodies you had that can play on Friday nights. That got tested a little bit. Probably will continue to get tested. You lost some of your linemen due to injury. What is the kind of state of that room at the moment as you look towards Trousdale County and, and what's kind of the impetus on some of these kids that maybe weren't at the top of the depth chart but are going to get some important game reps on, on Friday night? Yeah, you know, in, in a 4A high school program, you're – anytime you lose one guy, it's usually you lose two guys because they're playing both sides of the ball. So especially with, you know, losing a guy like Evan Briggs, you know, high ankle sprain I don't you know I don't know what his status is going to be I know he's I know he's a guy that's gutted through some injuries before so we'll have to kind of see how that works I don't anticipate him doing much in practice this week uh Mullins you know Matt Mullins we got a good uh you know report on his knee um think he had any structural damage so that's a very positive thing you know something we, we were praying for and um but those are two big guys that, that played really well uh, last thursday so you know we're looking for you know an eli bullet now he becomes a two-way player you know he's starting on the defensive line but he's gonna have to settle in at guard and help us there and um you know, Zach Maynard probably takes over for Briggs if he can't go. And he was playing our tight end position, the extra lineman position. So, you know, again, that, that just, it's something you got to be, we got to be think, uh, thinking about and, and train some other guys up. We do have some guys that we're eager to see how they play under the lights. And, um, a lot of times these injuries do allow other players to demonstrate that they're ready to go. And that, that makes you stronger. Yeah. That's what you hope for. But it can also, you know, if, they, if they're not ready and, and you, you get exposed, you know, one place where Trousdale's pretty tough is the line of scrimmage. And so they're going to put some heat on those guys and, and uh, hopefully we can uh, – they can step in and, and be ready to go. Uh, real quick, one last thing on this, the performance from Friday, Jackson Rollins, another big time game for him. Four touchdowns, whole bunch of rushing yards, yeah, had the interception as well. Seemed like he may have even taken another jump this offseason, or at least what he put on the on the field last Thursday. Have you seen that as well? And uh, how much confidence, I guess, do you have in that kid right now to give him the ball? A great deal. You know, he's uh, – it kind of gives me chill bumps talking about it because I remember watching it on Thursday. Um, you know, he, he started off kind of average, but 
he stayed with it and you could tell his intensity level really rose and you know it, it, it's really cool because that that made our whole team kind of raise our intensity level and, and and it was all in a positive way you know it wasn't any uh and so it wasn't anything negative it was all in a positive way and i, I could tell you know they got confidence blocking for him and he had confidence and he figured out where the you know where the gaps were and the holes were and He's really smart in terms of football about telling me, you know, what what's this and what and, and you know we communicate a good deal and um, yeah, I'm I'm gaining a you know I, I had a ton of confidence in him last year, but um, that was a very special performance. Both sides of the ball um, did some things defensively that may not be on the stat sheet, but you know he was able to do and so. You know he's a he's a special player, and uh, you know I'm thankful that he's on our side. You know, so but I expect uh, I told him you know every touchdown he scored, I was like I expect a lot more, and he's like you know he 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 look at me and say feed me coach and, and all that stuff. So it's really cool, and and you know he's a the one guy that that can back up that sort of bravado, which is um, you know if that's the case, I don't think it's uh, think it's overconfidence I don't think it's you know talking too much he's a confident kid and he and he backs it up so uh, it's really cool I'm glad he's with us now looking ahead to Friday night you welcome in the yellow jackets a different animal especially offensively with this wing tee that they run uh, got hit in the mouth a little bit last week against friendship Christian but that's a real good friendship Christian team that they faced you looked at this Trousdale team what are some of the things that have gotten your attention about what they like to do yeah First and foremost, you know, I'm good friends with the head coach. I coached him when he played in college, and um, I'm, v I'm very familiar with the Trousdale program. And, you know, our buses passed each other on the way to uh, East Tennessee last, um, last November, the Friday after Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, there ain't many teams on buses at that point in the season. And, you know, we were proud to be one of them. They were one of them. Uh, it's a long trip, but, you know, it's old hat for them. It's, it's Their tradition is they're going to play deep in November, December. I mean, we we went to the ball game Friday, and, you know, it's, it's impossible to go there without noticing all the state championships, state runner-ups, so on and so forth. I know this, proud programs, and especially proud programs that have the tradition, they ain't gonna stay down very long. And, um, you know, I'm sure they're licking their wounds after Friday night, but I fully expect them to come out like, you know, some some wild animals. And, um, and they, uh, you know, they're good at, it's an interesting matchup because the things they're good at are probably our strengths as well. Um, I don't know that that was necessarily the case against Cookville. You know, I don't think their strength was their defensive line uh, or their defensive front. Now the tables are turned. I think they're, these guys are used to, you know, playing that phone booth style of football. So 
things aren't going to come as easy maybe as they as they did. I mean, they're you know, and they're going to make us work. And uh, you know, I know they've got got some toughness, um, and it's it's just different. It's different when you play people that know what it's like and expect to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, when they talk, I listen. You know, when these teams that you play aren't ever in the playoffs, you know, when they start talking and all that mess, I mean, they don't really know what they're talking about. You know, these Trousdale teams, they got my attention, and um, I'll just go ahead and tell you, they're not going to sneak up on us. I mean, I've, I've already warned, you know, my team what what they're about to get into and uh and i'm expecting you know a four-quarter battle with a team that is well coached that has all the tradition like you mentioned is there a little bit of the wounded animal is the most dangerous animal right absolutely. now with, with the team that you're facing absolutely you know and uh i mean i played for one of those programs and, and a coach like that and you know you you, you get your you know, your head bashed in on Friday, you knew how bad it was going to be that next week, and it just has a way of making those teams that actually have pride in their program respond. And so, you know, those coaches that that aren't afraid to, you know, be real and, and be uh, tough on their teams, those are the teams that respond, you know. I like to think that that we're that kind of team. You know, when we get when we get skull drug a little bit, we you know we turn up the heat the next week to see a response. And so, um, yeah, I know that. I know that without even you know without even having to go see what they're doing in practice this week. You know, so we got to be ready. I mean, it, it's going to be like this every week. Um, so. You know, hopefully we can get some of these guys at least somewhat healthy and be ready to go. Two things left. You've talked about the linebackers a lot. You had six guys fighting for three spots. You kind of had the anchor there with Terrence, but particularly against a team that runs the ball like they do with the scheme they do, kind of real important for the linebackers to do their job properly. Are you really watching that position closely and need those guys? Safe to say you need them to rise to the occasion and some guys to emerge there yeah, at the same in Wolf spot. Absolutely. And I don't think there's going to be anybody hiding out, you know, on the other side of the field this week. And so, you know, all those guys, you know, I don't know if Ethan Hawk's going to be ready. He got a deep thigh bruise, and I talked to him today. He doesn't seem very optimistic, but so maybe five guys for three spots. And um, they're going to get their oil checked pretty, pretty early and pretty often. And uh, it's it's good. It's a good thing. It's kind of what we need to see at this at this stage. And um, you know. We weren't really challenged on the ground last week, so this will be a uh, much different deal, and, and, uh, and we got to find out if we can withstand it. I know it's early in the week, but give us some keys to the game that you're thinking about. We got to do this in order to come out with a W on Friday night. Yeah. I'm really impressed with their bats. You know, number six. Um, I remember him from last year. He's their fullback. I guess he's the guy that made you know the wing tee go and um he's a hard runner so you know we're, we're gonna have to contain him they do they they are you know doing a lot of i say 
misdirection influence type stuff. So, you know, we're gonna have to, our eyes are gonna have to be where they're supposed to be. And um, so, you know, we stay home and don't get gashed by any big plays. Um, and then, you know, when we get a chance to get them off the field, we gotta get off the field. Cause I, I think they're a, they're a group that they get three and a half yards of pop. They're completely satisfied with it. Uh, I know with his limited roster, uh, he don't mind bleeding that play clock down and, and shortening the game, and, and, and I get that. So we're going to have to, you know, create some negative plays and, and make sure we get them off the field. And, uh, and then when we're on offense, it's going to be staying on blocks, you know. They're, they're not a group that's just going to, let you get a hat on a hat and, and, and you know just lay down for you. They're gonna they're gonna get off blocks and make tackles, and so we got to be a little bit better in that department. And hopefully we can you know get start generating some you know more explosive plays. Well, that is the keys to the game from Upperman head coach Adam Kane. It is the high school football game of the week. Upperman against Trousdale County on Friday night. I'll be on the call alongside Justin Matheny live on the UCR Facebook page and on News Talk 107.7 and 1400 The Hub with pregame coverage starting at 645 from Billy C. Rogers Stadium. This has been the Upperman Football Podcast presented in part by Gentry Power Equipment. Again, they're located at 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. That's Gentry Power Equipment. Coach, thanks for taking the time once again. We'll be back with week three to preview a big region matchup. So stick around for that. This has been the Upperman Football Podcast. I am Noel McKay for head coach Adam Kane. Have a great day, everybody.